his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. That COVID hotline is not so hot. Our office is now closed. We have agents available to assist you from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. A New Jersey 80-year-old describes her experience this way. Horrendous. There are glimmers of hope. New York State gets a slight boost in COVID vaccine supply. A 5% increase. I'm Sean Adams in Valhalla. The City Field Vaccine Hub opens, but it can only administer about 200 shots a day. We could be doing so much more. I'm Marla Diamond in Queens. At the Trump trial today... Impeachment managers are promising evidence nobody has seen before. They will need 13 Republicans to convict, and six joined the Democrats yesterday in voting the trial constitutional. We'll dip into the News Radio archives for this date's milestones Wednesday, February 10th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Hey, you know what I forgot? I think uh, Brad Heller might have something to say about sports. Heartbreaking loss for the Knicks. And that'll do it. Barrett had a great look. And an ugly loss for the Nets. We look very average. This is Brad Heller. All right, now the Ducks are all in a row. Good morning. It's Wayne Cabot. It's the morning news roundup for a brand new day. Midweek Wednesday the 10th. And every day brings news about getting out the vaccine. Let's start with the increase in supply that governors like Andrew Cuomo are anticipating. The supply will really only increase when and if Johnson & Johnson is approved. Uh, The Pfizer-Moderna vaccine are ramping up. And yes, about that, CBS's Carter Evans has this promising development. Pfizer says it's figured out how to cut vaccine production time nearly in half. But it means nothing if you can't get shots into arms fast. CBS News has learned that CDC guidance on reopening schools will suggest that teachers do not need to get vaccinated before returning to the classroom, as long as the schools follow safety guidelines to stop the spread, like wearing masks and social distancing. But, Nora, those guidelines are still being finalized and could change. Carter Evans speaking with Nora O'Donnell last night. Long Island, by the way, saw a 26% jump in teacher retirements in 2020. Word this morning the Chicago Teachers Union has approved their deal with the nation's third largest school district to get back in the classrooms during this pandemic. It's the WCBS Morning News Roundup, and we mentioned just a second ago that supplies will be increasing, and we have more details now about how much and when. As we go live to Sean Adams, our WCBS reporter at Westchester Community College in Valhalla. Sean, good morning. 
Good morning. You know, it won't solve the supply crunch, uh, not even close, but uh, but it, it could help. Uh, Governor Cuomo says more COVID vaccine doses are on the way to New York State. The White House did announce a 5% increase in vaccine allocation and again announced a three-week projection uh, for that allocation. So the allocation will go up about 5% to the state and that will be true for three weeks. And that is going to help with planning and scheduling if they know how many doses they'll have for three weeks. Sometimes they don't have that much uh, lead time to uh, figure all this out. Uh, But it still leaves 10 million New Yorkers vying for 300,000 doses. Uh, That's not good. Meanwhile, there are more vaccination sites opening up. Uh, You have a lot of pharmacies now uh, up in the northern burbs here, and uh, they're catering to people 65 and up. Westchester Community College, this is supposed to be a pressure relief for for the county health department. They're focusing on first responders and teachers. Uh, The problem, though, still remains getting an appointment. Wayne? Sean, how are we doing with the numbers lately with covid well, some good news there on the transmission front. Uh, Tuesday, the positive test rate uh, in New York State, 5.12%. The seven-day average, 4.3%. That's crucial because it has not been that low since December 1st. So perhaps this is a, a, an indication that the post-holiday surge is uh, on the downswing. Thank you, Sean. By the way, people who call this number... Thank you for contacting the New Jersey COVID-19 Vaccine Call Center. think this hotline is just a hot mess because once they connect, they're told by the operator, sorry, we are unable to book a COVID vaccine appointment over the phone. You're calling the phone to be told you can't use the phone to make an appointment. Callers tell NJ Advance Media operators said that it wasn't a supply thing. They just didn't have the capability to make appointments at all. Listen to the experience 80-year-old Judy had when she got her first shot at Hackensack University Medical Center. She described her frustration this way to our Peter Haskell. Tell me what it was like getting an appointment. Horrendous. I have a friend whose friend called her, and she called me, gave me the link for Hackensack. They want you to go on to Hackensack Meridian, my chart. That was the killer. They don't give you a phone number if you have a problem. So finally I emailed them, and three days later I got an access code to get in to the MyChart, and I did get in. And then they, on that text or uh, email that they sent me, they gave you a phone number because otherwise it's a mystery. Once you get here, it's run well. But it's very difficult for people. Yep, after all that, she got her shot, and now she's just keeping her fingers crossed that it will protect against whatever variants of the virus may come along. Market futures are a little bit higher this morning. CBS News has learned that former President Trump is quite unhappy with his legal team after watching them meander and ramble in their opening presentation. By contrast, the presentation by House prosecutors compelled six Republicans to join the Democrats in declaring it constitutional to prosecute a former president. We have a few key moments here from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Lead House Manager Jamie Raskin of Maryland choked up, reliving having his daughter with him in the Capitol as rioters forced their way in. It was the day after Raskin buried his son. She said, Dad, I don't want to come back to the Capitol. (laughs) Of all the terrible, brutal things I saw and I heard on that day. And since then, that one hit me the hardest. Knowing the former president is watching closely from Florida, a rambling Bruce Castor began his defense. 
try to f- figure out how to find my way around. Castor, who has never met Mr. Trump, specializes in medical malpractice, personal injury, and defending Me Too cases. He argued the Senate should dismiss the case immediately, calling it an attack on the Constitution. We are really here because the majority in the House of Representatives does not want to face Donald Trump as a political rival in the future. And yes, we are hearing from various sources the president was fuming about his attorney's performance on the opening day. He was watching as the proceedings in Washington were taking place from his Mar-a-Lago club in Palm Beach, Florida, and was furious. Senators also balked at what they described as an unfocused and rambling performance as the Trump team and Democratic House managers began to lay out their cases in front of the Senate jury. This is the WCBS Morning News Roundup, and straight ahead, we're going to hear about the opening of the vaccination site at City Field and why it has so much promise and so much doubt at the same time. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Marla Diamond is standing by with that. Now in the morning news roundup, the weather day ahead with the Exergen Forecast Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Things seem to have calmed down on the weather map a little bit for around here, don't you think? Well, for today and, uh, you know, for tomorrow, we're go- tonight and tomorrow, we're going to be dealing with some light snow or flurries. Most of the action is just a little bit south of us, but uh, no, it's it's still pretty active, I got to tell you, and, and it's just a matter of location of these storms. And so we're going to be watching tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Uh, the one for Thursday night, Friday morning does look like it will stay south, and then a bigger one on Sunday will make its way up the coastline. So here we go with about 32 for today, sun mixing with clouds, light snow or flurries developing after midnight, lows 20 to 25, and I think we're going to wind up with uh, anywhere from a coating to an inch or two of snow for the region, except this time South of 78, those are the areas that could wind up with three inches or more by uh, tomorrow afternoon when it quits. And then Friday, mostly cloudy and cold with a chance of flurries and highs just 25 to 30 degrees. The weekend will start quiet, though. Saturday, partly sunny. Right now, 27, humidity 72 percent, northwest wind 5, 6 miles per hour. And as I told Steve earlier, Wayne, it's, it's just a matter now of does the cold, heavier air win out and keep the storm south or do the storms manage to push on up into it? So next several days will be a bit of a battle. So that's our choice, cold or snow, huh? Right, that's right. Okay, well, it is February. Thanks, Craig. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. February 10th to be exact, the day the Queens residents get their shot at a shot at the big city field site, which is not as big a vaccination hub as a mayor had hoped because of short supply from the state. Marla Diamond is live there this morning. Marla, what do you know about the supply? Well, the site is set up to do thousands of vaccinations daily around the clock, Wayne, but for now, it's only getting 200 doses a day, far less than Yankee Stadium is getting. Mayor de Blasio explains why. That specific plan for Yankee Stadium was one developed with the state. I want to see more vaccine shifted, of course, to the city field site. And that will happen in the days ahead. The mayor will ride the 7 train this morning to the vaccination site and will tour it with some special guests, current and former Mets and perhaps team owner Steve Cohen, maybe Mr. Met making an appearance this morning. The demand for vaccine is only going to increase next week when those with underlying conditions become available. With so few doses, the mayor is continuing his push to use second doses in reserve as first doses. 
Marla, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Are walk-ins allowed there at City Field? No, it's always worth repeating that they're not. The City Field site is by appointment only, as is every other site in the city. This one is only open to Queens residents and also restaurant workers and taxi and livery drivers, but they have to have a TLC license. Marla Diamond live at City Field again this morning. Thank you for that update. Well, Major League Baseball is updating its harassment policy in the wake of the uh, Mickey Calloway and the Jared Porter investigations. Uh, Brad Heller's here with the sports update. And uh, what are the details you have, Brad? Good morning, Wayne. Yeah, the league's code of conduct promising that all personnel for the league and for teams will be held accountable for inappropriate conduct regardless of seniority rank or stature there's going to be mandatory harassment and discrimination training this spring for every team's senior executives both on the baseball side and the business operations side a third-party hotline called speak up for reporting harassment and discrimination also a flyer posted in every clubhouse with resources for how to handle and report incidents in a statement mlb said it is committed to ensuring that all individuals who work in and around the game are welcomed and treated equally with dignity respect and professionalism well brad it wasn't exactly a night to celebrate for the local basketball teams it was not. The Nets have lost three straight for the first time this season. They were down by 20 to the Pistons, who came in with the worst record. The final in Detroit, 122-111. to 111. Kevin Durant didn't play, but that was no excuse for the Nets. The Knicks lost to the Heat, 98-96 in Miami. R.J. Barrett's last-second layup attempt clanked off the rim. Miami sweeps the home-and-home, home, although Derrick Rose did look good in his return. He scored 14 points off the bench in 20 minutes. And St. John's winning streak ends at 6, 76-73. In overtime, a loss at Butler. The Red Storm blowing a 16-point lead in this one. Wayne, they are now 7-7 seven and seven in the Big East. Thank you, Brad Heller. The Wednesday Morning News Roundup, 10th of February. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot, and here are three things to know. First, post-COVID confusion. University of California Research finds people having difficulty remembering names and conversations and difficulty paying attention, slower processing speeds. All symptoms people are experiencing post-COVID-19 infections. This study indicates these brain-related symptoms may be quite common. A second thing, the world's second oldest person, a nun in France, has just beaten COVID and tomorrow celebrates her 117th birthday with just mild symptoms. Third thing, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban confirms the Mavs have not played the national anthem at any of their home games this season, nor do they intend to play the anthem at future games. Now in the morning news roundup, our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, the 10th of February. 2019, something was bugging us. German scientists report a 75% decline in global insect population since 1990, what they call the windshield effect. We've been traveling in this beetle and haven't hit a single bug. 2015, the anchor drops at NBC. Brian Williams has been suspended for six months without pay. For telling a tall tale about being under fire as he covered the invasion of Iraq in 2003. And the Grammy goes to... Amy Winehouse. She took home five Grammys that night in 2008, but would die in 2011 at age 27 from alcohol poisoning. Best spoken word album that night went to Barack Obama for his book, The Audacity of Hope. His Grammy came one year to the day after he announced in 2007 his first run for president. I know that I haven't spent a lot of time learning the ways of Washington, but I've been there long enough to know that the ways of Washington must change. 
In 2001, New York's mayor during the drop-dead days, Abraham Bean, died at 94. Remembered here by WCBS reporter Art Athens on the night he lost his party's primary. Bean was heartsick and emotional when he walked into his headquarters that night to concede defeat, and the tears flowed. There's no way I can express my appreciation for those of you who labored so hard. Download our Daily Morning News Roundup podcast. Search for it wherever you get your podcasts. Type in WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup and subscribe today. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 